0: Well we are now members of the Platinum Ambitions. Hopefully things start to calm down. It's nice to have a home, I guess, or something like a home. Uh, they they told us some cool things that that uh the extreme baseball was was exciting. I hope things are going to go back to some semblance of normal now. I hope.
1: After your training, you guys all head to the sprawling cafeteria and see that it's nearly empty. Apparently, your training kept you busier for longer than expected. There are dozens upon dozens of seats, and you can see that there are two groups currently sitting at some tables. The groups are each made up of three members, who all seem to be talking avidly, but do pause for a moment when you all enter into the room. The first group is made up of three small gnomes. One has a crossbow attached to his back and is sitting next to a Saint Bernard. The second has an enormous greatsword laying on the table next to them. And the third has bright green eyes and vividly curly red hair all around her. The next group is made up of some very bright folk. The first is what you could only call a pirate, from his outfit at least. The second is a jester. And the third is a pompously dressed merchant. You all gather some food, and then you come back out. You can go find places to sit, but before you do, Holland, roll me a perception check.
0: Nineteen.
1: Nineteen. As you are coming back out with a tray of food to grab the table, you notice that the pirate glances at you, gives you a look up and down. offers you a small bow
0: uh just nod in their direction
1: they grin back at you and then turn back to their conversation Uh, the pirate isn't actually sitting on a chair he's sitting (laughs) on the table and his legs are resting on a chair
2: a fellow gay, I see. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't sit in the chair. Uh. The jester sees this like little nod between you two, and instead of like turning in her chair to look at you, she just flips her head backwards over the chair's like edge and just stares at you all upside down.
3: So they're the cool kids.
0: <laughs> are they like are the two groups like next to each other?
1: They're close to each other, but, like, they're not involved in conversation with each other. Yeah. But they're not exactly, like, mortal enemies so, across the way from each other.
3: That's the preps. That's the jocks. That's the nerds. Why is the jock, please. Would Holland be the prep of the group?
2: Yes.
0: Yeah, because it's, it's me. I'm I'm playing Holland, so therefore he's the prep. Because <laughs> <laughs> Gibbs is a um, nerd. I'm going to lean into volume and, like, should we... Sit by ourselves, or should we try to sit with one of them? I'm not sure.
2: Well, the cool-looking ones over there uh, seem pretty cool, so I was gonna go introduce myself to them. If you want to join,
0: okay. I was originally gonna look like the gnomes looked more safe. We can split up. N- I don't. I want can to. hold my own. Uh No, I'm uncomfortable with that. I- I'll just follow you.
2: Okay. <laughs> I walk over to the the cool gang, cool in the gang. Wait, question. Yes.
3: Sorry. How old are these people?
1: In which 80. group?
3: The cool gang.
1: The cool gang. The pirate looks like he's probably in his early to mid twenties. The jester looks like she's maybe in her early to late teens, early to mid teens. And the merchant is an older person. They're around in their 30s or so. Okay. It's a pretty mixed bag with this group.
3: Okay.
2: Well, it's a pretty mixed bag with our group. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you approach this cool gang, as you have decided to call them.
2: Five is colorful, they're colorful. My people.
1: The pirate is a shorter man, probably about 5'8 or so. Um, He wears these very lavish clothes, deep reds and purples. His hat is on the table by his side, along with his rapier and a small pistol. He's actually a tiefling with small horns that end in jagged cuts, and his skin is like a liquid gold color. The jester is wearing literally a jester's outfit. With the tri-belled hat on it. Uh, Her outfit is green and bright. And her face is covered with pale makeup and red cheeks that give her a false blush. She's clearly an elf. The merchant is a... They are a human. They're dressed in bright blues, golds, and whites. Their clothing screams of money. And as they look at you, as you guys walk up, they give you this incredibly judgmental look just filled with disappointment
0: the merchant does
1: the merchant yes
3: gibbs is hiding like behind holland's leg like doing that little kid thing where they're Mm -hmm. holding on to holland's pants and just like kind of peeking around
1: okay so you guys approach this is what you see you see these peeps
3: does Vayu notice the, the
2: dirty look?
1: Oh yeah, it's, you all the dirty look isn't hidden. It's like it's it's there. It is there.
2: Okay. Vayu like Vayu was approaching with like a relaxed energy, but then kind of like stiffens up at that a little bit and just kind of like glares at that person a little bit and let then me, is like, okay.
1: Let me roll a perception for a second. Okay, cool. Um as you glare back you watch oh, no. as the jester, without any hesitation, kicks the merchant in the head. <laughs> Wait, how? <laughs> she's a jester. She
2: just
0: like flips over. to just...
1: <laughs> nope. She's sitting on the chair, leans back, and just kicks him in the head because he's sitting right next. They're sitting right next to her, and she says, I love her. "Bright star, don't be a jerk."
2: But I was like, "Oh, hey." Sorry, uh no no jerk activity going on here. Don't worry about that. Um Hi I'm Vayu. Uh these are my gang friends. They're my they're my friends. Um We're part of the guild now. Uh
1: nice to meet you. The pirate stands up, steps down from the table, and approaches the three of you with this very charismatic smile and says My name is Captain Thomas Oxlius. Nice to meet you all. And he holds out his hand to shake your hands. I do that. These are my companions, Maxie and Lord Brightstar. Don't mind them. They're a bit of a jerk sometimes. Please, would you like to sit with us? And he shoots a dazzling smile towards Holland. (laughs) is oblivious
2: to that. And it's was like, yeah, that'd be great.
0: <sighs> oh, Holland is down. too. It's the funny part. <laughs> <laughs> you think Holland's gonna pick up on flirting? <laughs>
3: no. Useless <laughs> gang.
1: So, Gibbs, do you introduce yourself? Nope. Okay.
3: Gibbs is still behind Holland's leg. Okay.
0: I'm gonna, like, shake his hand, be like, Hi, I'm Holland. Um, this is Gibbs. They're a little shy.
1: Captain Thomas gets down and looks at you and says, You're an artificer, aren't you?
3: Gibbs nods.
1: I see that you have a wonderful thunder cannon. Did you make that yourself?
3: Gibbs nods again.
1: Well, I'm a bit of a gun maker myself, too. Not quite as great as an artificer, but I made that little pistol over there myself. Would you like to take a look at it?
3: Gibbs nods again. <laughs> and, I don't know, where's the pistol?
1: It's on the table.
3: Okay, then they go to look at the pistol. Is it anything fancy?
1: Oh, this thing is fancy as I'll get. Like,
3: like, does it look fancy? Or is it actually, like, mechanically fa- fancy?
1: Both, actually. Does it have
3: any special properties?
1: You can see. That it is very intricately made. The work. The like metal work on it. And the carving is exquisite. But in addition. You realize that this pistol has been modified. From what it may have normally been. It has been changed to be. A double shot. So you would guess. That Thomas can shoot twice. Very quickly. Before he has to like. Let the gun cool down slightly. Um. Mechanic-wise, just because you would know this as an artificer, this allows him to shoot twice in one turn.
3: It's okay. Gibbs!
2: I frown at them a little. He
1: puts his hand on his chest and gasps? Like, (gasps) now why would you go and say such a thing to hurt me like that?
3: It wasn't a hurtful thing. It's an okay gun.
0: Sometimes Gibbs is a little too honest. It's both A good thing and a good thing.
1: (laughs) Thomas laughs laughs at that and says, it's charming, to say the least. That's a good way to put it. Well, Ghibli, Gibbs, he doesn't actually know that your name is Ghibli because you're introduced as Gibbs. Well, Gibbs, if you have any suggestions or ideas to how to help me out with this pistol, I would love to hear them. As he says that, Lord Brightstar just scoffs quietly, like, <laughs> and Thomas just shoots him this withering glare. Shoots them this withering glare, and Brightstar just sits back.
3: All right, can I? I want to. I want to know what Brightstar's deal is. Like, yeah, do they look jealous or? Unimpressed, I just, or
0: I think we just think they're better than us. Roll and me they don't insight. Understand why we're here?
3: Insight. Yeah, they'll be nineteen.
1: Nineteen. Final answer. Looking at <laughs> Lord Brightstar, you would assume that they're unimpressed by you. You would guess that they've dealt with money their entire life, and so they're kind of looking at you and just like. Not super thrilled.
2: like like that at one
1: Gibbs
3: specifically. No, no, or the, the entire,
1: entire group?
3: group. Okay, and Bright Star was the one that you said was how old? The thirties one. The, the 30s merchant. One. Yeah.
1: You have noticed that both uh, Maxi and Thomas have been like consistently trying to correct their actions.
2: Good. Vi's like, so, we're we're so new that we maybe don't have a team name yet. We're trying to get ideas. So, like, what's your team name? How'd you come up with
1: it? I'm really curious.
0: I'm really curious about this, too. I was going to ask.
1: So, Maxie leans forward on the table, like, really, really far forward, and she says, Well, our team name was a cinch to come up with. We're both, we're all three of us, just so charming." you see I'm really good at making people laugh I'm good at making them smile and feel entertained Lord Poopypants over there is good with money good at making people have coin and feel rich and powerful and of course our captain over here is just charming in general he's got a nice personality he's fun to drink with and he's just a good person in general so we're called the Charmers
3: okay Gives says it like quietly under their breath.
1: By who laughs at Gibbs' reaction. Thomas also laughs very slightly with you.
2: Interesting. Interesting. Okay. See, I don't know if any of us have that kind of uh, shared skill. <laughs> I don't know what our shared skill would be. Probably being a mess. But we're working on it. We're working on it. Promise. I promise. We're, we're going to be a good team. What do you but call- we're a bit of a mess.
0: What do you call the gnomes? What's the gnomes group over there?
1: Oh, well, those are the Little Knife.
0: The Little Knife? Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Bayou nods at that. Okay, okay. How long have you uh, been at the guild?
1: Uh, About this point, probably about... hmm, Three, four years we've been here.
0: Oh, that's a long time. What, What brought you here?
1: Well, chaos. The world was beaten up. So we came here. I mean, truth be told, we all started out in our own places, showed some prowess in combat and doing good deeds. And so people recommended we come to Malra, that we try out being heroes. And lo and behold, it worked out all right, I guess. I mean, I'm stuck with these two losers, but we're here.
0: So are you guys friends or not? (laughs)
1: Oh, no, we love each other to death, but we're comfortable enough to call each other losers, correct? And both the other two just, like, roll their eyes and say, Yeah, sure. But Brightstar didn't say anything. Brightstar just, like, rolls their eyes and nods.
0: I want to insight this entire group. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) I don't believe you. Go ahead. Non-natural 20.
1: Non-natural 20. With a non-natural 20, you would know that... All three of them are friends, but the friendship between everyone and uh, Lord Brightstar is a little tense, probably because of their um, opinion on other people.
2: No, I mean, that's valid. So I've known the squirt for quite some time. Uh, I just really met this guy the other day, but uh, I would say I could also safely call them losers. I think we're at that point.
3: I don't think we are.
2: But see, see, uh... It's not just those two that are also members of our party, because I also have a special friend. And then I whistle, and then Vayu Jr. comes to my shoulder. <laughs> Wherever he was before.
1: Vayu Jr. appears. <laughs> At this point, I've learned not to keep Vayu Jr. away from Vayu, because the world yes! will decide against it. Thank you. This Where- is my bird. Where does he come from? He's always, like, in the wing somewhere
2: on the wings, wings. <laughs> that was a good
1: pun haul and good job maxi laughs her head off at that like <laughs> near, like bent over laughing it wasn't that funny
2: anyway i present my bird to them i'm very excited about the bird
1: roll me a charisma check
2: i rolled a three <laughs> which makes it a four okay
1: um I have
2: a curse i I like I angered the d and d God
1: set so with the four I'm gonna say nothing fun happens unfortunately. be kind to me, please. <laughs> you introduce your bird and everyone seems pleased uh and you guys go throughout your lunch. I forgot what meal <laughs> this was for a second um is there anything you guys want to do specifically?
0: Is there anything? That you guys can like tell us about the guild like tips or tricks any information we should know
1: um so thomas actually speaks up at that first tip is to buy from on site there are three shops here um they offer you pretty good discounts it's not bad next tip is that since you're new you'll be assigned a handler for the first few missions that you go on, just to make sure that you get a feel for how we work things and how we do things. Normally it's one of the masters. Um, you've already met all seven, I assume, unless you finished your first four tests and just left. Uh, but yeah, you'll be dealing with them and they'll give you instructions, give you feedback on your missions and also debrief you after every mission to learn what happened.
2: So we get a babysitter?
1: Not exactly. Um,
0: That's my job already.
2: Now that was very rude of you. I can handle myself just fine. Rude, but true. Vayu like huffs and crosses their
4: arms.
1: (laughs) Thomas smiles brightly and says, Well, um, they're not really babysitters. They're more of just quality assurance people. Making sure that you're doing what you have to be doing without doing anything bad
2: bayou seems put off by that but doesn't say anything else
1: makes sense anything else you would like to hear about and he does lean in a little closer to holland sort of putting his elbows on the table and leaning in a little bit no i'm
2: good uh if you guys don't have any more questions i assume we just like finish the meal Mm -hmm. making small talk
3: Wait, are we eating, like, with them, or do we go off by ourselves?
2: I figured we would eat with them. Okay. Is that okay? Is that an okay assumption?
3: I I was just asking, because if we are, then Gibbs would just still be, like, timidly eating, not saying much.
1: So, you guys go through your meal. Uh, Towards the end, you notice that Lord Brightstar does loosen up a bit. They've stopped crossing their arms. They're more... In- in paying attention to the conversation, but they don't speak at all. And then you guys head down to Guildmaster Syed's office. Guildmaster Syed isn't in his office when you get there. He's actually standing outside the doors waiting for you all. And as you approach, he looks at you and says, Thank you all for coming. Um, We have someone you need to meet. She's asked to speak with you all. who is is it it? you'll see soon enough and he opens the door and steps in to his office and you all follow
0: this happens way more often than it should
1: (laughs) do you actually say that in character
0: yeah good
1: (laughs) what happens
0: this people we go and talk go to the principal's office
3: oh yeah
1: You all enter Guildmaster Syed's room and find that there's someone standing there already, with their back towards you. As you enter, she turns and you can see that she has this grey skin and blue flame-like hair. She wears an elegant robe emblazoned with the gold, black, and purple lotus symbol of the Empire. She doesn't smile at you all, but just looks you over. And in that instant seems to have a complete understanding of you all in depth. You all recognize this woman. How could you not? This is High Empress Kali Kana standing before you.
0: Uh Hello.
3: Hi.
1: She waves at you all to take a seat.
3: Gibbs hops onto a chair.
0: I sit down again. <laughs> <laughs> This is
1: just flashback to episode four. (laughs) Welcome to Prison Piles, a series of walking and sitting down. It's our entire podcast. (laughs) We sit in chairs (laughs) (laughs) Um, and get lectured. So you all take a seat and Kali merely walks over to Guildmaster Syed's seat and sits down. The Guildmaster just sort of stands off to his side watching this conversation that's about to happen. Kali reaches down into part of her robe and pulls out a newspaper and places it on the table, spinning it towards you and says,
4: Congratulations, you've all been arrested. But we've been
3: arrested already. True. Oh, you mean like, again, so we don't have to worry about people thinking that we're still like, on the loose, right? Is that what you mean? She
1: actually smile like- cracks an almost genuine smile like the corner of her lips upturn a little bit and she says exactly
3: Uh, oh okay so we just have to live our lives now just permanently hiding from everybody sounds fun
1: i don't understand (laughs) so collie points at the paper and you can see that the headline is escapees caught
4: None of the papers have actually posted a photo of you three. It's been decreed that your faces shouldn't be in these papers. So, no one knows what the escapees look like. Additionally, most people on Mara won't know you're from Ragon, so long as you don't mention it. Just don't run around telling everyone, and you should be fine. Once the case happens, and we move forward from that in a few weeks, it'll all be over. You'll be cleared from all charges. It'll be okay. Yes, Holland? You are raising your hand.
0: Did you have something to do with us escaping?
4: No, not the escaping. I had nothing to do with that. But as for the newspapers... Yes. You won't find any proof of it, of course. But yes. Why? I have a friend. Someone who knows things that she shouldn't. One of the things that she knows is that the three of you are important in some way. We're not exactly sure yet, but there is a threat coming. One that's bigger than we can handle. And the three of you are supposed to stop it.
3: Does it have to do with the guy with the yellow eyes? The one who got all melty
1: She actually leans into you when you say that and says,
4: tell me more about this person.
3: Okay, well, they have yellow eyes and they melted. They came out of space.
4: You mean out of a rift?
3: Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: She pauses and seems to sort of digest this conversation and says.
4: Yeah, because, you
3: know, that happened and we never really talked about it, but I figured now's a good time to bring it up.
4: Now is a great time to bring it up.
3: Well, is now also the best time to talk about those cards that we got again? Because we also didn't really talk much about that. But, um, look, and I'm assuming Gibbs has their bag with them Mm -hmm. and pulls out the Warlord card.
0: It's been a stressful
1: week. You place that card on the table.
3: I promise I'm not a Warlord.
1: And as soon as you do... Guildmaster Syed takes like three steps up to the table, and Kali's eyes go wide just for a second. But then she goes back to her completely calm state. But Guildmaster Syed is looking at this with this look of just panic and concern. Uh Uh-oh. Where did you get this?
0: I feel like you know where we got that.
1: I need to know for sure.
0: The polyamorous space lesbians? <laughs> you That's, had it, That's, had That's it, guys. I had to restrain myself from
3: Gid saying polyamorous space lesbians.
0: <laughs> no, Holland didn't actually say that. <laughs> oh. Kyle said that for the joke.
2: Ollie wanted to keep it in.
0: From Miss Star. And Holland's going to pull out Inferno.
2: And then Vayu pulls out The Storm? Yep, it's The Storm. I thought that's what it was called.
1: With each card you pull out, his eyes grow a little wider and wider. And he says, So you've met the oracles then.
0: We call them something else, but yes.
1: What else? What other cards were there?
0: Well, if you listen to episode um... <laughs> whatever that was... <laughs>
3: It was one? like the first real episode. <laughs> it was episode Aww. one. First, fate.
1: Fate. first episode.
3: Throwback. What was Elsie's card?
1: It was Plague. It was just Plague.
0: Okay. There was Plague. There was Innocence. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, you mean like all the cards? Yeah. Oh, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't remember. So these were the cards. There was the four cards for you guys. For y'all. Uh Warlord inferno storm and plague there was a card for who would be for the deity that watches which was dust there was uh the innocent which was someone you had to save there was the comet which was the ally who would assist you and there was uh the puppet the enemy who interferes were the eight cards
0: we relate that to <laughs> we Jill- say You that. relate
1: that back to me. <laughs> we say that. Thank you. <laughs> you say that and Empress Kana looks at you all and just says
4: Well, you've already met the oracles, but that doesn't really change anything. We think that your friend Malachi was being held by something somewhere whatever was holding him is now hunting him
3: oh that's fun
4: whatever this force is it's a dangerous one figure we are going to have to deal with it
3: probably yeah
1: <laughs> is like gibbs actually doing this
3: yeah because gibbs says okay. this is like well duh we have to do something about it duh it's dangerous like why are you saying all these obvious things So, yeah, Gibbs was saying those. Vayu is shaking their head disapprovingly. Gibbs is waiting for, like, bigger news.
4: So, I wanted to speak with you all before we move forward. We currently have a hold of Malachi. We are trying to question him, but his accessories make it difficult.
0: What happened when I thought he was here?
4: He was, for a little while. Then I asked that we take him from the guild. Don't worry, he's not being harmed in any way. He's staying at the palace for now.
3: Okay. Okay. Well, will you let us know what you find out?
4: We will. I also have something important for you all. The day after tomorrow, I will be paying you to go on your first mission. Normally, you would select the mission you prefer... Well, let's say I have purchased your help. I have an old friend who is looking for some help exploring a tomb. He'll be meeting with you the day after tomorrow. You'll leave in the morning and assist him. And then you'll come back here, and we'll discuss what's down there and what you see.
0: Down where?
3: What do you think it is? Why are we exploring it? Who's your friend? How much are we getting paid?
4: Don't worry about the payment. The guild will take care of it. You'll be going down to the Vast. It's a place under our world. It's where drow come from.
0: What are we doing down there?
4: You'll be exploring an old tomb.
3: Just for, like, fun?
4: No. Rumor has it that this tomb is somehow connected to the golden fangs that bind Malachi. We're not exactly sure how but there is some old lore that mentions golden fangs. We're hoping that by exploring this place, that you'll be able to find something helpful or some information.
0: Okay, um, real quick. You... The oracles say we have to do this.
4: Why? The oracle never said you had to do this. The oracles merely gave you all a tarot card reading. They do not wish to be so heavily involved with the conflicts of mortals. They're not mortal? You've never heard the story, then, of the lovers three? The sun, the moon, and stars, whose love was so powerful that the gods allowed them to come to our world, to walk as people. They were given a gift. The god of death told the lovers that they would never claim their lives as long as their love was true. He met the real sun, moon, and stars. The cards that you hold prove that. Whoa! Sick. Now that's cool.
0: Yeah, yes, that's cool and all, but I'm, I'm really concerned. But why us?
4: I don't know. We don't know yet. All we knew was that on the day of the festival, something would emerge from a rift. The people who would find it would be essential to stopping this crisis.
3: Do we have any idea what this upcoming crisis is?
4: It's a war.
3: And I'm a warlord!
0: Gibbs, I... The enthusiasm is appreciated, but I'm really no, concerned... No,
3: I mean, war is bad, but I'm starting to see the connections here. Although I really... Don't wanna be a warlord, but that's not good. How do you know there's gonna be a war? A war
4: between who? I know it from Lady Nema Heartstone.
1: Who is that? Holland you would actually know who that is. Oh I would. That is the leader of Zapal. She is known to have visions of the future.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Um divine visions is what she calls yeah. them. Yeah, I remember. Yep. And as far as you know, as far as everyone says, she has never been wrong.
0: What did she see?
4: She saw a world facing a creature. It's snake-like, but it's too powerful to be natural. It desires to consume and control everything. It wields anger and hatred to force its desire for power. It's a monster. It brings waves of others in its wake.
0: And the oracles believe we are the ones that can help stop this?
4: The oracles don't care. It's Neymar who had the vision.
0: But did were we in Neymar's vision?
4: Yes. Not you specifically, but the people who would find the pod that came through the rift.
0: I want to help in everything. I just... I'm really concerned about getting involved with this. When we're already refugees from Ragan, I a lot has gone on in the past seven days, and I'm concerned about the safety of us, namely Gibbs. What are we supposed to do? I understand we're supposed to go down to this temple and we're supposed to find this thing, but how can you expect us to do that?
1: She pauses and sort of lets you finish your thought. And she says...
4: I don't expect you to do this. I don't expect you to choose to do this. I hope you would do this. Because it's not just Mara that's in danger. It's not just part of Cartage. It's the entire world.
3: Yeah, sounds like a big deal. We should probably do it.
4: I mean, I agreed to join this
2: guild, and if you're gonna pitch this at me like it's part of the guild duties, then, uh, okay.
4: Okay. It's not part of the guild duties. I am paying you for this. And Guild Master Sayed is only helping because he knows what Neymar has seen.
2: I'm still not going to say no. Good.
3: I'm I really want to, to find out it. what Malachi knows. And I want to know more about this lore, too.
2: Exploring is fun. Underground Exploring seems cool. Is...
3: Yeah, underground is cool. Let's just go underground, find whatever cool stuff is down there find out whatever Malachi knows, and then save the world. Easy
2: peasy. Yeah, that's only like four things.
3: Yeah.
1: Kali looks at you, Holland, who seems to be the one that's struggling, and says,
4: Tell me, what are you concerned about?
1: Gibbs.
0: I'm concerned for their safety. I'm concerned for their childhood. I'm concerned for a lot of things with them, and I'm I'm not sure I can condone this.
3: Well, you're not my dad, so...
0: I know I'm not but how am I supposed to how am I supposed to go along with this knowing that you are a 10-year-old child?
3: Oh, I want to do it.
0: What happens if I if something happens to you and your dad comes back from the mission and I, what am I supposed to tell him?
3: I don't know. Nothing will happen.
4: I have a gun. I'll be fine.
0: That's not reassuring.
4: How about this? For tonight and tomorrow, enjoy time to yourself. Think over it. Talk about it. After that, when Guildmaster Sayed comes to you, you can tell him yes or no. I will not force you to do anything. I will not ask you to do anything that I already am. If you choose to decline this, this is your choice. We'll move forward as required. As we always have.
1: Okay. Fire gives
2: a thumbs up.
3: Gibbs gives two thumbs up. Nice.
1: She gives a short nod. She stands up, and she looks at you all and says,
4: I hope I will see all of you soon.
1: And walks out of the room.
2: It was nice meeting you. See you later,
3: alligator.
1: Guildmaster Syed sort of is still in shock over these cards. And he sort of takes a moment to center himself again and says, Well, you heard the Empress. You have the rest of the night to yourself and tomorrow. After that, I'll be introducing you to your handler, for lack of a better term. And I'll ask you if you all want to go on the mission. And that is your choice. Holland, if you have concerns you'd like to voice, I am happy to speak with you. As would be any of the other guildmasters.
0: How nuts.
1: Alright. Well then, go enjoy the rest of your night. I will see you all again soon. And you all leave.
2: We do that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You guys go back to your room. And the air is a little tense. With this sort of revelation and this conversation that's been had between all of you and Empress Kali Kena. And I leave the floor to you guys. I sort of want to stay out of this conversation, just let you guys go. Vayu's, um, so we get back to the
2: room, and Vayu is kind of quiet and, like, seems a little like they're in a bad mood. That's what I have to say on that.
3: Gibbs. Kind of bounces into the room. And it's like, wow, we're going to be, like, actual heroes, huh?
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, we are. And I guess that's pretty exciting. I sit next to Gibbs, if Gibbs sits down.
3: Gibbs isn't sitting down. Well, Vayu sits on Gibbs' bed. Okay.
0: I need time to think.
3: Well, what's there to think about?
0: A lot, I think.
3: Well, I... I don't think there's really, really much of a choice. Like, it's either we do this, or apparently, like, the world goes up in flames or something like that. And I mean,
2: when you think about it, I feel like it's one of those things where, like, when you run away from your destiny, it just comes back. You know what I mean? Like, you keep running away from it, but it's just like the universe is going to keep being like, hey, Holland, you got to do this thing and make you feel kind of guilty for it. So I feel like it's easier just to kind of roll with the punches. I mean, what are we going to do? We can't really return to Ragon. Don't really have anywhere else to go. So here I am.
3: Yeah. And Vayu's and a monk and meditates so they know all about this destiny stuff.
2: Yeah. I don't really know that much about Destiny stuff.
0: It's okay. You sounded convincing.
2: Thank you,
3: I
0: try. Um, I'm just... I'm not sure I want to jump into this after we just spent an entire week running for our lives.
2: Well, see, the way I see it is that it's not going to be like we go on this one mission and then we find the the giant snake thing and then we kill it, you know? like I think it's going to be a gradual build. So, I mean... Baby steps, you know? And I feel like at any point you could probably back out. If you really wanted to. Like, there's no harm in just doing this one mission and then seeing where it takes us.
3: Don't you want to know what Malachi knows?
0: Exactly. I do want to know what Malachi knows.
3: Oh, then we'll just focus on that for now.
0: We can go and spelunking!
2: Spelunking! Spelunking! Wait, I don't what? know what spelunking
0: means. It's when, you go, the
2: g- when you go in the cave. What
0: spelunking? You never, you've never heard that, Sam. No. Kyle knows; Holland doesn't.
2: Spelunking is when you like explore a cave or like underground.
0: Yeah, it's like when you go like ca- like going through caves, and exploring. You're spelunking. Okay. You're spelunker. <laughs> spelunker. Yeah.
2: It's just a good word. I've, I've okay. Spelunked. <laughs> I spelunked. <laughs> I've done it. Well, it's okay, Holland. Basically, well, you'll find out what spelunking is when we do it. Cause you're gonna come with us. Cause we're a team.
0: Fight wins Oh,
3: we need a team name still.
0: We do need a team name.
3: Okay. Well, then we'll focus on that, and then we'll check that off our list, and then we'll go find out more about Malachi, and then we'll save the world.
2: That's only like three things, Holland. It's not that bad.
0: There's a There's a day of relaxing in between there, because we need to relax. Like both of you, you you guys want to just jump into everything. Like take some time. Go explore. Like, relax. Oh, we
3: already did that.
0: Read a book. You relaxed?
3: No, we went exploring. Oh, yeah, that's true.
0: Gibbs, have you sat still for the past week? For just one time, just five minutes of sitting still?
2: Well, I was in jail. (laughs) You didn't really sit still in jail either. I was there. I can confirm that. We threw cards at each other.
0: All right. I still have thinking to do.
2: But you already enforced a day of relaxation on us, so... Yes,
0: you must.
2: Guess what, Holland? After all that thinking, you, aggressive point at him, are gonna relax too. Because I don't think you've really done that.
0: I plan on it. Good. Any more thoughts, Gibbs? Um. And cast silence in the room. Hi, everyone. It's Kyle. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Prism Pals. We hope you really enjoyed it. Make sure you check out the show notes below for all of our Twitters and uh, Kiana's Twitter, our Empress Kali. If you are interested in supporting the show... Go ahead and go to our Twitter and check out our pinned tweet. And there is a bunch of information on that. Uh, there you can find our Kofi if you like to donate directly to us. Or you could also use our link to Dice Envy. If you use that link, the show profits off of what you... Um, purchased in the store, so you can buy all your dice for through Dice Envy, and we get to benefit and help pay for our host fees and stuff like that. Uh, We are a low-budget show, and we like to keep things low-budget, so we really, really appreciate your support. And now, Sam with the Artist Spotlight. Yay, Sam! Woo!
3: Hey guys, it's me, coming at you live at Prism Pals. And by live, I mean... Recorded on February 4th, 2019 at 7.12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Either way, uh, the artist I have for you today is different from all the other artists that I've had so far. So I'm really excited to talk about her. Her name is Cody. You can find her at on Instagram at underscore writer of black. And Cody is a photographer. But not just any photographer. Oh no. Cody takes pictures of action figures. And the way she pulls it off is really cool. Because, I don't know, I'm sure it's something with the lighting. I'm not a photographer. But either way, the way she does it makes them look like they're in real life situations. Um, as if they're kind of life size and everything around them is just really big. I don't, it's it's hard to explain. Normally I like try to describe people's work to you. But it's really hard to explain either way it's really cool and really unique to what i've been talking to you guys about so i highly recommend checking her out again her instagram you can find her at underscore rider of black and that's it for me i hope you guys enjoyed this episode it's amazing that you listen and i love you all and okay bye
0: Why, thank you, Sam, for that lovely artist spotlight. Oh, my. Keep an eye out on the Twitter. We should be having a couple of fun things happening soon. We should be announcing a lot of fun things. That's really vague, but you know what? Keep an eye out on the Twitter. We do a lot of things on the Twitter. Come follow us on Twitter. We love you. We love us. Wait. Okay, bye.